Mez Hashem, we're learning Mishra and Simen Lamed Beis, Sif Memches, Shia number 100. And we are discussing here the Batim. In Tzipa HaBatim Bizahov. If a person put gold on top of his Batim, why would you want to put gold on your Batim? So as Mechavrusa suggested, you want to beautify the mitzvah. You find a case like this, a similar question comes up. And the Chelik Vav of the Mishnah Bruda, by where? By the Shoifer. If you want to put... Oh, very good. Nice picture of, of the different sections. Let me turn around for a second. Thank you. You're the best. Some of you are the best. <laughs> Everybody's the best. You see that? Oh, wow. Different sections of the of the Bayis, the Titura, the Mavarta. If you can send a picture of that to me, I'll, I'll put it on the yeah. Blineder, the, the WhatsApp group for those who are um, not able to see it right now live. Um, so, so by the shaifer also, there's a Shiloh putting gold on the shaifer, which we say in Alad Adu. Here he says, in Siva Batim Bezov, or with non-kosher animal skin, is psulin. Makes a puzzle. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of the page, First, you made the tefillin from a kosher animal. Then afterwards, you you put on some skin of the non-kosher animal on the tefillin as well. It's possible. So, it sounds very strange to us, because we don't do something like this. But there are people that we're... Um, you know, the skin of different animals. Now, I don't mean like, uh, you know, a mink coat. I mean just a certain section of the of, of the skinned animal on a, on, on a different type of coat, right? You know what I'm referring to, right? And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bonus. It's one type of jacket, one type of coat, and they put some animal fur. Yeah, like like they, yeah, like a collar or a shoulder on the shoulder the pad. Professor put the pads, suede leather on the pads, on the elbows. On elbow pads, okay, okay, something like that. So I'm just trying to bring it to our what we might be familiar with a little. Here it'd be possible. It still would be possible. So even if you would cut around the little window, so the shin would be visible. That would still be uh, absul because we said the shin has to be visible. Now I want—I'm just reminding myself of a mistake I said yesterday. I want to go back to what I said outside. I want to correct myself with something, and it happened. My mistake happened because I, I skipped a line accidentally in in uh, sif mem dalit. So just let's remind ourselves. We were talking about—was it uh, actually rather? Let me just get the bearings over here. Um, we were talking about halacha. Where you wrote the Sinf Mem Zayin, where you wrote four parashiyas on separate pieces of cloth. And then you glued them together, then you rolled it up, and you put it in the compartment of the tefillin. Then we said, if you take a cover, and you're putting this in a tefillin shalroish, and you put a cover, a slip cover on top, and you cover up the shin. What I neglected to mention was you're doing this for a tefillin shalyad. 
I asked, well, you're not going to see the shins. I skipped a line I saw this morning. I skipped a line yesterday and I did not read it correctly. You're, you're making it Tefillin Shalyat. And that's why all of the Dalit parishes have to be connected. So we're saying you can glue them together. You can connect them. And the reason why you're putting the slipcase on top of the shins of the Shalroish is to create the Shalyad Tzura, the form that looks like a Shalyad, as opposed to a Shalroish. That makes sense. Yes. Thank you. I mean, I, yeah, I, I had to do that. I had to come back and say this because I know I was confused yesterday. Right. And it all happened because I, 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 I missed the line. And I went, when I went down and up, back and forth from the Mishnah to the Mechaber, there was one line that I missed. Okay. Uh, but in the future, if anybody is confused about something, please ask me on the spot, because then, uh, you know, maybe I'll catch it around the spot right there, my mistake. We continue now with Sif Mem Tes. There's a Halach Another din, HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu. When you make the film, when you sew it together, you have to you sew it together with the sinew of a kosher animal. Or a wild animal, behema or a chaya. The tayv lispar begide shar, shar, and it's appropriate to use the gide, the gide, the sinew of the shar of an of, a, of an ox. Says the mishmur on the bottom of the page, reish of beis begide behema v'loichim meha ekev shehem levonim. You take it, the sinew from the heel of the animal, and the reason for that is because it's white. It's white over there. Now, it's interesting. I'll tell you what's interesting. It's because many times they dye it black. So what's the benefit of taking it from, from the white spot, right? They're dyeing it black. So what's, what's, how does that help? Now, what happens if the sinew is very hard? They smash it. They soften it with stones. Until make it like flax. And then they weave it and they spin it together, and that's how they prepare the sinew. When you sew, when you twist it together, you spin it together. It has to be done l'shma. I'm taking the sinew from the animal, from the heel of the animal, and I'm doing this ma'isa of preparing it for the sewing for the thread l'shma l'shem mitzvah tefillin. Okay. from kosher Even if it's not a shechted animal, it doesn't have to be shechted, like as we discussed in the past. Just if it's from a kosher animal, that's all we need. It's taken from the heel of the animal. Does that mean like the Achilles tendon or something like that? And how do you make it into a thread then? The 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 sinew. They they extract it and then they they uh, soften it up. He said he had to crush it and soften it up. Apparently, it's a very strong, uh-huh. strong uh, material, whatever you want to call it. Tough, tough strand. And then I'm just telling you what the words say. I can't tell you from practical, uh, you know, experience. And then, and then, um, then they they spin it. They they spin it to to create this like thread material out of it. Um, he says further, shar. If you don't have from an ox, you, should, you could take it also from a smaller um, animal. It's possible. 
And then he says, you cannot take it from a non-kosher animal. And the Mishra concludes with a very interesting shayla. Can you take the sinew to sew and stitch up your tefillin from the Gera Nasha? What's the shayla? What's the shayla? The shayla is like this. We said if you take from a kosher animal, right? So you're taking from a kosher animal. But you're taking from the part of the animal that's 100% not kosher. We can't eat the Gera Nasha. So that's a shayla. It has to be which means that which you can be put in your mouth. Now, it could be from a, a, a non-shechted animal because the animal intrinsically is a, if it w- would have been shechted properly, it just happened to be that it, it died or well, who knows what. So that's a shayla by the Gid Nasha. Now he says further, in the Sefer Gedulia HaKodesh, he brings, they came into Yesh Le Nasha Shas HaKodesh. Now listen to this. Even more of a reason as to maybe why the Gid Nasha can be used. Why is this? Because if there's a fetus inside of the mother, that Gid Nasha is permissible when you shech the mother. Or maybe that or maybe that fetus, maybe it just died. That Gid Nasha is permissible. You don't shech the baby. You don't have to shech no, the baby. No, right, right, right. You don't have to shech the baby. You're talking about Ben Pekua, right? Yeah. But here he's talking, he says, the gid shliel nita b'shchitos imay. Here, when you shech the mother and there's a fetus inside, so that fetus is permissible. Asher al-kein mutalispar boy. And then maybe, that's a sad to say, you can sew with it. So we have like this, like we said. On one hand, it comes from a kosher animal. On the other hand, it comes from the specifically the part of the animal that's not kosher. You can't eat it. That's that's the, the shayla. Uh, another sad to say, like we just explained, as to why you can perhaps use it, is because there is a situation where giranosha, technically speaking, is mutrafiha can be placed in your mouth, like explained by the shlil, by the by the fetus inside the mother. Okay. Sif nun. You should not acquire the Gidim from Amazon without a Heksha. Okay, Drew didn't know that. They had an Amazon back then. Right? Okay, so you should not acquire from non-Jews because of the concern maybe it comes from a non-kosher animal. Right? So similarly, you need a Heksha. That's the bottom line. You have to know where it comes from. Says, Place where you cannot find the gidim accessible, you could use. He says here a word, talidrosh shoisimin haklaf. You can use it from the klaf. You make the it gets thread from the klaf. We'll explain what that means. Ad gidim until you have a situation where you can acquire gidim. So we have here. We're going to come to a sugya. We discuss right now a sugya in your day and simikufyod of mechza, mechza, and roiv. I heard over here earlier the share that was just previously before this one, and there was a shayla about dayonim, judges, and they have, uh, in order to kill someone, you need majority, right? So that's a general concept, majority, uh, roiv. If it's mechzal, mechza, 50-50, in, 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 we're going to say over here in our case, it's going to be apostle. So we're saying, we're saying here now, you cannot acquire the gid, the sinew, to solve the tefillin from a non-Jew. Says here, it's only if you go to the stores of the non-Jews to purchase it from them. 
וגם ידוע עלוי שמקצס מן הנוחם הנויטל נגידו מבהמת מאיה. Furthermore, you know that some of the Nachrim are taking the Gidim from non-kosher animals. Even though majority are from kosher animals, so you say, oh, majority wins. No. Since you're going to the Nachri, it's not viewed as majority now. And at the time when it's set in their house, it has a status... We don't go after the majority. Because we have a din, a rule, is that that is, it's a very lundish uh, which we're not getting into now, that anything was set. If it's set, it has a status of 50-50. Kavua means set, like I have a set time to learn, has a status of which means 50-50. So why, why is it called Kavua? Because I'm going to his store. So even though majority of the Gidim, the Roy, 51%, 85% come from kosher animals, but I'm acquiring it from his store, which is a Makam Kavua, it's 50-50. Oh. However, if he comes to you now, so why do we say the majority of the seniors come from where? From the kosher animals. Right? So now we say he's, he's called the parish Meruba parish. Now we go after the majority. Unless he goes back, unless he's he's selling it in a specific place in the store, then it has about now a status of a Makam Kavua. And it's 50-50. So exactly how that works called the parish and Mechza Mechza, that's for a different, different time. You could have another share in a different time. But that's the that's the bottom line of the din. The chainim ain yadu. So to turn the page, if you don't know, she mixes noitl noisom in behemoth to mea, and some of them are taking the sinew from a non kosher animal. Gamkein mutaluk nois mehem, becholin you could acquire from these people, non Jews. Sharoiv gidin heim mi behemoth to hairois, because majority of gidim are from kosher animals. However, ach, koze be gidin shainin tavuin. This is only by the gidin that are not. Um, spun. But when you spin the gidim already to make it into the str- into the the thread, that's magin avram. The also looking at me, I feel who yadeish shehem behemet tayra. The magin avram says you still cannot acquire from them, even if you know it's from a kosher animal. Shekaven shu halach lemoish misinai tzarek shetiyas yasn lishma. Why? Why not? It's a different problem. The problem is, we said. That the thread, the sinew, has to be made l'shma. This is a problem which we discussed previously in regards to the preparation of the tefillin. That the process has to be made l'shma. So even though the non-Jew is selling you, it says, this is 100% a kosher animal. I could show you a video, and it's impossible to forge it from beginning to end of the process, the kosher animal says, I'm sorry, thank you very much, I can't use it. And I trust your, your video, I trust you 100%. If you're Jewish, I'd marry my daughter to you. you know, no, no problem. Okay. The problem is you didn't make it lishma. You didn't make it lishma. It's like lishwahu. You didn't make it lishma. So that's why I can't use it. So, the, the, so it has to be halach It has to be lishma. is zuhi And when you spin it, that's how you make it lishma. And nachum don't make it lishma. Uk'vakosadon del yirabu primegodim mefakim iboi klal bezet tvi lishma. 
Now it's interesting because the Al Yiraba and the Primagodim they have a shaila. It doesn't really have to be Lushma. So what 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 the, that creates is now a suffix. So now you have to know what's the status of this suffix. Are we talking to Raisa? Are we talking to Rabbanan? If you have no other Gidin, it doesn't it doesn't really have to be Lushma. So it, it creates a whole big shaila, which we're not gonna get into. So we said like this. We said if you don't have any Gidin, what are you supposed to use to stitch it together? So he said over here, this this word, taldrosh. What is that? Heim chutin hanasen min haklaf. It's chutin that are made from the klaf. V'makom hadchak svirlei kevin deminoihu heim kegidin atzmon uksherim lispar behem sefer tayr tefilim and zuzus. So it's it's a thread that's made from the actual klaf itself. So since you don't have gidin, this opinion says we're saying here that you can use these type of threads until actually until you're able to acquire the proper gidin to sew it up properly that you should not not perform perform the mitzvah tilun and when you find when you acquire this gidin untie what you used already to stitch it together and retie it with a gidin other opinions say no. You cannot use those those uh, those threads from the parchment. You cannot use it. No. Sharei Allah says, "Use Gidin." Where does it say I can use these other threads? Hashem says, "Use Gidin." The sinews. This other material is parchment. It's not sinew. So it's threaded parchment. That's beautiful. It's very nice. It's not sinew. Okay, good. It comes from the animal also. Shkoyach. Doesn't help. That's their opinion. Well, if he's according to this, if you don't have any other gidim, so they go so far, since it's the opinion that says you cannot use the thread from the parchment, Therefore, put on the tefillin, but without a bracha, until you have the gidin that's sewed together. If you have small, dry types of thread from the stomach, the intestines of the animal, don't use that to, to sew up the animal. I'm talking about the anatomy of the animal. It's really getting... Uh, the nitty-gritty here. So, it specifically has to be the gidim, the sinews, and not anything else. Don't use the sinews of a of a chicken or fowl, even from a kosher one. He says, there are different parts of the chicken, different parts of the animal. Who's going to tell you that's this and that's that? It's not a sinew. It is a sinew. It's very hard to define exactly by the chicken, by the fowl, by the birds, what exactly is the sinew. Therefore, don't use that body part to sew up the animal. Uh, tomorrow, Blinadi will finish Simin Lamed Bays, this very, very long Simin. And then following that, we'll continue with the Time permitting, din tikune tfilun v'din aritzuis. That's similam and gimel.